All right, we can now release Flip 180. I should have done that before. Yes, thank you. Awesome. Flip, I know, and I didn't think about that. Sorry about that. Awesome. Praise God. You know, the Lord has prophesied over New Covenant that there would be planes uh, that would land in here and then that they would take off and uh, they would be shot out. And um, he said that people would come from other states and they would land here. They would be equipped for ministry and sent out. And I think of all the work um, and all the, the things that David and Lindy have been through over the last five years that even in our immaturity as a church, even as we fall short of even who we are, we're in the growing process even as a church, but even in our mistakes, they're lessons. Do you guys realize that? It's like with my children. Even when I make a mistake as a parent, uh, that mistake is a learning moment. It's a, it's a moment. It's not to be lo- looked at as failure. It's to be looked at as, wow, what did we learn from that? And I just know that, it, that they, are, they, are, they are being sent forth, and God is going to use them. And I just want to encourage us all that we have to get really, really good at receiving new people and releasing those who feel led to go other places. Amen? It's very difficult to do, but it, we have to get good at doing it, and we have to get really good at loving each other. We have to get really good at loving each other. And we got to get really good at being part of the process, that, that we're a bunch of moms and pops in this house, amen? That we have a bunch of spiritual mothers and fathers. And that's kind of what I've been preaching on over the last several weeks, is this whole process of discipleship and how we have got to pour into people, even if only God sends them here for a couple years. And they get shot forth. I believe that there are churches going to be planted through the people of this church. New churches are going to spring up all over the place through this church. Music ministry, evangelists, all kinds of ministry is going to spring forth. But I want to do it as a plan instead of it being by mistake. Uh, Amen? I want to do it through planning and being proactive about it rather than people getting mad and having to take off and do their own thing. Amen? Because I tell you what, that's not how God builds the kingdom. And so we got to get a lot better at that. Amen? And I really appreciated David and Lindy's heart as they've yielded it to us. And they've surrendered that and just saying, hey, guys, we feel this. What do you think? Well, what do you think I think? No, I don't want you to go. Doggone. Stay for a while, you know? Just getting to warm up to you and like you, you know? No. No, the Spirit of God's dealing with your heart. And I sensed it. We did. We sensed that the Lord was doing something there. And you have to allow the Spirit of God to do what He does. Amen? So, Father, I thank you for David and Lindy. We bless them. And I just encourage you, church, to make sure you get your arms around them and love them today. Because today is their last service for a while. So, I'm sure they're going to come back and visit. So, bless them. So, how's everybody doing? Good. Huh? Strong. Mm. Did you guys feel the presence of the Lord this morning? Yeah. Worship was good. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, and I'm looking at quarter till, till 12, and I'm saying, okay, how are we going to do this? Are you guys quick learners? Now, Lord, sink that in in Jesus' name. 
That was point number one. Point number two. Amen. Amen. Mm, thank you, Lord. What do you want me to do? Mm, thank you, Lord. Mm, praise the Lord. Mm, praise God. You got a testimony check? Huh? You open your mouth and then you push it on her. Hey, Chuck, come here, buddy. I'm going to get you out of, the, out of the box. What do you want to testify about God? I told my mouth to shut up, but it didn't listen. Okay. Well, what are you Still, going to testify and give uh, God praise about? Uh-huh. They're free. Thank you. Uh, are you nervous yet? I was nervous when you looked at me. <laughs> I have that effect on people. Yeah, okay, I want to testify. Okay. Uh, God's been good to me. It's like I've served him since I was 12. And I, you know, made a couple wrong turns on the way. But, you know, he, he's the, the sign, the marker. He lights the path, gets you where you need to be. But it's like through all the things in my life, like I've lost a wife, I lost a son, I've lost a sister. My, my parents are, are all deceased and stuff, uh, all my aunts and uncles. But it's like, I had a family of God that I'm in, so I actually gained a lot, you know, probably a hundredfold, I would say. It's like, you know, at my family reunions, they start out good, and then, you know, somebody breaks out the booze, and, uh, you know, it ends up somebody whooping somebody, you know. Wow. But that was B.C., you know. Okay. Now, it's like, <laughs> we get together, we break out the guitar, and we praise and worship God, but... It wasn't always like that. Yeah. You know, we were some rowdy hillbillies back in the day, you know. And I still got a little streak in me, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it tries to come out. But but I'm thankful to for Tina. It's like, you know, I was in a dark, lonely place, and God brought her into my life. You know, it was after I lost my wife. And, like, you know, usually blended families, you know, sometimes it's like water and oil. But... Ours blended pretty good, seems like to me. But the main thing is Tina and Gina has an awesome relationship, and Gina was like 12 when her mom died, so she needed a mom. You know, I was trying to do all the stuff, and but, you know, I couldn't. But I did, you know, lead her to Christ even more so. I said, look, we lost your mom. I'm not losing you. You know, and I, I drug her out of a drug house. It's like I just went in there like I was the FBI, buddy. I said, you're coming with me, and, and she called me all kind of flavors, you know, and stuff, but but I kept dragging, you know, and and she has thanked me since then for doing that, but at the time, you know, I was on her list, but I'm thankful that God, in, in all his ways, he knows where to meet you, he knows what you need, you know, you don't even have to ask sometimes because you don't even know enough to ask, like, this is what I need. But I'm just glad, and I'm thankful for the be in this family. I've been in several, but this is my favorite. <laughs> and Mike, I like Mike Brown, man. He's a good guy. So, like, I met him, like, when I worked in apartment maintenance. And it's like, I said, I, I, myself, I knew that he was serving the Lord. And then I come in here to visit, and there he is. And it's like, cool, you know. 
it's where I'm supposed to be. And it's like, there's no place like home. And that this is my home. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Amen. <laughs> Not bad there, big boy. Now, I was just curious on that family reunion thing, though. Is that where you went to to find a wife? <laughs> That's what I've always heard. You go to a family reunion, find a wife. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You've got to have at least three teeth. Man, oh, man. Chuck. You know, one of the things I love about Chuck is he is cool with who he is and I love this man and I thank God for him and there's a real call on his life there's a real call on his life amen amen Chad Lenz has God changed you what do you want to testify about to God come here come here preacher man you guys like this stuff come here come here Chad Rowe I am putting you on the spot you're in season and out of season Testimony. God is good. Well, I was going to choke you with it if you didn't. <laughs> Has God saved you, son? Yes. Tell me about it. He saved me. <laughs> you can go ahead and sit down now. <laughs> I remember meeting you on a Wednesday night out here. Mm -hmm. You remember that a long time ago? Been a while. How many years ago has that been? Mm, been a jump. Mm hmm. How big a jump? Pretty good size jump. Do <laughs> you remember what God did? Yeah. Could you tell us at the church what God did? He put my marriage back together. How did he do that? Mm. One step at a time. Mm -hmm. Slowly and surely. Changed my wife. Delivered her in the blink of an eye. And I know a lot of people don't believe that, but my wife changed in the blink of an eye. One minute I had <laughs> a not very nice person. I remember that night. <laughs> the next day I had a brand new wife. I mean, so, yeah, he uh, he's a God of second chances. And uh, he sti it still amazes me how... In our ignorance, if we'll just be obedient, he'll still use hillbillies like me and Chuck. All we got to do is just surrender. So, yeah, he's blessed me. He's blessed me. So I'm learning how to surrender every day more and more. So. Praise God. I remember that Wednesday night you surrendering, buddy. Amen. I tell you, God's good. God's good. He's really good. God's changed our lives, hasn't he? I tell you what, as we took the Lord's table to this morning, I tell you what, we cannot forget the joy of our salvation and what he has done, how he's changed us. You know, I look out here and I, I see all the different people and I think of all the different things that I know that you guys have went through. I remember Abraham when we were here years ago and we had a movie, uh, The Time Changer. That was when we still had VCRs. And we showed it as a church, and I remember him coming up and giving his heart to Christ. I remember baptizing a lot of you and 
and seeing the change. Mike Brown, you're a different man than you used to be. You were a hellion. But God's transformed you. Has God transformed anybody else? You know, I've been teaching on discipleship. And last week, you know, one of the things that I talked about, we used Matthew 4.19. And in Matthew 4.19, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And as I look over the crowd, and I even think of David and Lindy as they are leaving, this following process sometimes is, should I say, hard. Has anybody ever struggled at following Christ? Surrendering, dying to the flesh. But I feel like we're getting ready to move into a season where the Spirit of God is cooperating with us in such a degree that following is going to become more joyful. (laughs) And that the power of God is being mixed with our faith to help us to move forward quicker, faster, where we have ability to follow and drop off the garbage and leave it behind us and not pick it up again. And so we talked about last week how the definition of a disciple, the first definition of it is one who follows Christ. And I even want to challenge us again, how are we doing at following Christ? Maybe you're new with us today and you're not in that place where you're following Christ yet. God says, I want to invite you, come, follow me. Come, follow me. Because a disciple is one who follows Christ. And the second thing we talked about last week was this thing of, if I'm a follower of Christ, he invites me, he invites me to let him change me. A follower is changing. Someone that is a disciple is changing on the inside. My heart's being conformed to the very image of Christ. And that process, my friends, you know, Jesus said this, he says, you can inspect the fruit on the tree and know if it is a good tree or not. But he's not talking about perfect fruit. He's talking about maturing fruit. And the process of being a disciple is we're moving our ball down the field. Can I have an amen on that? And even the testimonies, as we look back on what God has done in our hearts, he's moving us, right? How you doing at moving? How you doing at allowing the Spirit of God to change you on the inside? I can testify I am not the same man that I used to be. I could pull my kids up here and they would tell you I am not the same man. I could fly off at a drop of a hat with anger. And there's something that's changed inside of me. Perfect, no. But the ball is moving down the field. Are we still moving the ball down the field? Am I a little different, Abraham? You think I'm a little more patient? Praise God. Are you glad for that? I've bloodied his nose before, guys. Or was it your lip? It was your nose. Yeah, and it wasn't one of these things. It was uh, him smarting off in the, in the car. And, you know, it's just that sudden reaction, you know. Have anybody ever done that? And I felt about that tall as I apologized to my son and repented of my temper. Anybody else changing? Moving the ball down the field. That's why we're here as a family. We are moving our balls down the field. Amen. I know that's a little review from last week, but we got to get it deep inside of us. Amen.
because uh, we want to we want to obey the Lord. We want to be followers, and we want to be changing on the inside. Amen. Cool. I'm just looking, just trying to see if any guys want me to pick on anybody else today. Why you guys quit looking at me? <laughs> Alex, I don't know you as well. Come here. Do you have a testimony? I know you now, but you're one of the newer families here. What's God done in you? Well, he made me a uh, disciple about uh, over a year ago and uh, radically changed my life. And he made me into a disciple maker. And he may even change my profession. But he's given me a whole new life, like Peter in the boat. I'm going to give you a whole new life. I'm going to make you a fisher of men. And I'll never look back. And we are moving the ball down the field, and we're willing to, to go through trials and see the glory that we're being strengthened in those trials, mm-hmm. knowing that the fruit that's being produced is an overcomer, mm-hmm. as a co-heir with Christ, mm-hmm. that he's an advocate, and he's passing legislation on my behalf right there in the throne room of God. Mm-hmm. So thank you, too, to this church. I have a whole new life. Mm-hmm. I love every single one of you. Mm-hmm. Yes, praise God. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> okay. Has God changed your life? Trying to get up. <laughs> well, um, I uh, used to get in fights all the time, and that's my redneck side. And you know, break out the booze, get into so many brawls, and a whole lot of other stuff. And you know, um, well, there was a uh, one guy. Um, well, God just put so much mercy in me and made me rich in mercy. And you know, um, I, uh, I uh, almost got in a fight with this one guy. Yes, I mean, a couple of days ago, he pushed me, and uh, and I almost uh, wanted to fight him. That's my flesh trying to take over, but I didn't even do. I just turned the other cheek and walked away. I mean, you know, that's how God really changed my life, and you know, I. And, you know, for those kind of people, you, you just need to feel sorry for them because they don't know where they're at at that point in time. Thank you, Chris. You know, I will say this about you, Chris. You have, uh, you're allowing your anger to be conformed to Christ in Jesus' name. And I have seen difference. And I have seen a difference. And I praise God for that. Amen. That's good. Well... Michelle, you got something on your heart? Well, why don't you go touch base with her real quick? Tracy Hyatt, you're being called to be put pressure on. You've got to be kidding me. Does anybody want to hear what God did in her? Oh, man, she may not be in this church much longer now. All right, man, oh, man. Praise God, Tracy. Come on down. You have a testimony? You don't like Michelle Preble anymore? Not anymore, no. <laughs> you know, she has, a pro- she has a way of putting pressure on people. Oh, she does. She does. 
God. <laughs> well, just tell us what God did, though. Okay. Um, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> um, I recently went through the um, inner healing class that Michelle and, and all her little helpers did, and it was absolutely wonderful. Um, even if you've been through it, do it again. I'm telling you, I'm ready to do it again. Um, I did my one-on-one -on -one with uh, Shelly. I don't think she's here today. I've not seen her. And uh, we, um, I had an incident with Grace, um, who is now my 16-year-old daughter. If you have 16-year-old daughters, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and it was at the football field um, at the high school. So um, Shelly said I dropped my power. I said it splatted everywhere. If you want to see some of my power, it's still laying there. <laughs> um, I, I, I did. I went off on her in front of people, threw, things, threw something at her. It was not pretty. Um, then it was an incident that kind of, something led up to that. And Shelly and I kind of looked around at what was going on with me. And something that happened when I was 18 years old in high school affected what was going on with Grace and I. Um, I also had road rage. Um, I said I could go from zero to white trash and like this. <laughs> My children have seen it. <laughs> and um, I, I can fly off the handle in, in the blink of an eye. And um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, could, I can do it. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, um, what happened was, um, I think it was, it was in October, um, volleyball game, I played volleyball, and um, showed up at the high school, no bus, no bus, no teammates, I'm like, wow, I'm really early, this is cool, I wasn't early, <laughs> I had missed the bus, um, the team was in Yorktown, fortunately I had played volleyball in Yorktown with Muncie Anna, knew where Yorktown was, got in my car, Bent the steering wheel, <laughs> pedaled to the metal. My little Chevette, Chad, you remember my little Chevette? <laughs> um, I had a little Chevette, put the pedal to the metal. That tin can was shaking the whole way. I was so mad. I had everything going and got there. And I walked up to Coach Penny Bowen and I said, why'd you leave me? Well, you missed the bus, Tracy. Those are the rules. You missed the bus. You, we, you know, left at 3.30. We were leaving you. You're sitting out the first game. What? I don't sit out. I'm Tracy King. I'm the star of the volleyball team. You don't sit me down. Well, she sat me down. Um, that was very, very traumatizing for me because I was a big athlete, big volleyball player. And, and ever since then, I am not late anywhere. Shelby, Brad, I am not late. You do not make me late. I will drive you over. I will run you over. <laughs> Get out of my way. I've got to be on time. Um, <laughs> so Shelly and I worked through that incident from me missing the bus. Um, and then we went back to the incident with Grace. And we, we worked through that and prayed on that. And there was a complete peace that came over me. And I had to, you know, apologize to Grace and, and everything that I had <laughs> done to her and left on the football field there in front of everybody. Um, but my road rage is gone. I have a piece. Oh, Brad got up late this morning. I'm like, okay, we're going to, we'll get there when we're getting, and you notice we're sitting in the very back because we were late. <laughs> um, so the road rage is gone. I don't scream and yell at people. 
<laughs> so it's, um, I mean, it, it is a complete difference. Yes, yes. I, I feel, I'm a little nervous right now, but other than that, I feel really at peace and calm. And I'm just letting Jesus take over and, and everything's going to be okay, Tracy. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Just make sure you take any rage out on Michelle today and not me. Amen. But it's free. It's free. She's free. Whom the sun sets free is. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And we got to take our freedom serious. Amen. Amen. Let's stand up, guys. I know I didn't preach, but I didn't do it because there was 15 minutes left. And it's, we preached with testimonies today. Do you feel encouraged by the testimonies? Amen. Did you feel good about that message the kids showed about how the enemy comes to steal your health and your, and your, 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 your peace? We got to quit, quit giving our peace and our power away. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. Lord, you've done a lot of different things in the service. And Lord, we just want to honor you. We want to magnify your name, and I just pray today, God, that as we leave today, that, Lord, we would continue to be followers after you, that, God, we would obey you and follow you and allow you to change us. Father, we thank you for these testimonies. I thank you, God, how you have set us free. And so, Lord, bless your name. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, God, for who you are. Bless your people today as they leave, God. May you be glorified and honored in Jesus' name. And everybody said, if you're here today and you need prayer, please feel free to come up and get prayer. We'll have the Lord bless you. Amen.